1: Loaded show, PHNX Cardinals live on a Wednesday. He's Bob Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Welcome to your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Never has that been more important. Before the show, we just launched our exclusive. Ticket giveaway. If you're on the Twitter streets, check out PHNX underscore Cardinals Bullbrock, because we're giving out not one, but two tickets, premier tickets to Ravens at Cardinals this Sunday at State Farm Stadium.
0: Yeah, could you be there for the season debut of Kyler Murray? We'll see. Full participant in practice. Get into the conversation. What's up, Jessica? What's up, JT? CWP was just live in studio now, joining the chat. Michael Tucker just saying K1. Now let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Cardinals franchise quarterback back out there starting week two since returning from pup still hasn't been activated yet. Uh, you know, I thought leaving practice today, Johnny, that this team was poised to move forward. Joshua Dobbs as quarterback one. Now no injury report was released. I only saw what I saw most of last week, which was the ocean open portion of practice. Kyler Murray was on the South side of the field with, you know, Joshua Dobbs and Clayton Toon and the starting wide receivers and tight ends on the north side throwing past Kyler Murray, was thrown to the practice squad guys. So I was like, okay, ho-hum, status quo from last week. They just continue to ramp him up. But then I get the studio, I get the old injury report, and I see Kyler Murray is a full
1: participant in Cardinals practice today. Uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what we're prepared to tell you on this podcast. Kyler Murray is is sounding like he's pushing to play this weekend on Sunday. Do I think he's he's going to play Bo? No, I do not. I think it's going to be another week of Joshua Dobbs and that's disappointing. I know for a lot of Cardinal fans, but what's pivotal is the next 2 days. I'm told a lot can change in the next 2 days. Maybe let's all reconvene, you know, Friday show and kind of see how things go because we always kind of knew 2 plus weeks, right, of this to to ramp things up and then they're kind of doing the wait-and-see game, I I think Kyler Murray would need to show out completely above whatever Joshua Dobbs is doing, not like from a physical standpoint, because we know he throws a much better ball. He's a much better thrower of the football. But can he grasp the offensive schemes? Can he contextualize everything? Is he comfortable with Yelda Froldholt? I'm told he looks great, and he really wants to play. And the Arizona Cardinals, again, are proceeding with the ultimate caution, just like they did with Garrett Williams. So I would love to sit here and tell everybody it's going to be this Sunday. I I still think there's a chance that happens more more so than in Cleveland uh, a week from Sunday. But as of right now, I mean, Kyler's got to force the issue in practice this week for that to happen. Yeah, he's
0: got to be borderline dominant, right? Yeah. And that that's not unrealistic with what we've seen from Kyler Murray in his, in his career. Obviously, you know, he's coming off with the, with the biggest layoff of his playing career that he's ever yeah. sustained, right? So you knock it off the rust there and you pick up a new offense. Obviously, what we've heard throughout this rehab process, what we've heard from Kyler Murray, the student, the guy in the classroom, the guy in the position group room, watching film, breaking things down off the field, He's been everything that they've wanted for and more, right? So can he apply that to the playing field right away? You know, I I think that that's that's asking for a lot. Like this is this is a difference than last week with Buda Baker and like, hey, let's see how practice goes and let's see how he you know how he his his body holds up through three days of practice and then we'll make a game time decision on Sunday. No, like I I feel like we're we're still farther away from that point way further away from that point than we were with Buddha. Uh, but like, I, I'm Lloyd Christmas here, but it's more realistic than with, uh, with, 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 in dumb and dumber, like you're saying there's a chance there, there's more than like a sliver, a chance that that he can make his
1: debut on Sunday, but I don't want to like give false hope to a fan base that no, is craving that's great, quarterback great quarterback play. And that's what we're, we're not going to do on this show because you're going to see other reports here locally people thinking there's a a, like a better than good chance he plays or especially next week against Cleveland. Like I'm, again, I'm told they want to do it at home. And again, if let's say, if it was a road game this week and a home game next week, I think, and again, like a cupcake team in whatever that is week nine, I think he'd have a much better chance, but like, there's a reason folks that the off season is a buildup. It's a buildup of OTAs and training camp and, mini camp right and offseason team activities you work your way up to get to know your personnel the scheme the philosophy and then it culminates in the preseason and the regular season and that's a six-month process Kyler Murray while he's been there and physically hasn't been able to participate he's been taking in all the information it's the first time he's on any team activities since Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach of this team circa 2022 in December of last year before he tore his ACL so it's like we're trying to do this cram session with K-1 in about 10 days, and it's different than Dobbs because Dobbs had an off-season working with a professional football franchise on the field. Kyler Murray hadn't been doing that. So, again, it's like you guys remember in school you tried to – if you learn over six to eight weeks a period for your curriculum and then you had a a final exam, just imagine not doing any of that and trying to cram everything in over the course of like two to three days. That's what this is comparable to. And so while – He is a much better quarterback than Joshua Dobbs. Like, no one is saying that. He's a much better athlete, throw the football, everything. I think he's got better footwork today than Joshua Dobbs has. But Joshua Dobbs has been taking snaps under center with Yelda Froldholt for, what, seven weeks now? He's been working with the receivers. There's so much more. Like, we could go into this game, and he could play Bo, and he could look fine physically and completely out of whack. With, with regard to everything else you need to play this position, the hardest position to play in professional sports, Right, and everybody will be like, oh, you rushed him back too soon. And they don't want to have to do that because you can't go backwards at that point. You have to be 100% convinced that when he plays, he plays and he's ready to play up to his capabilities, which is Pro Bowl caliber quarterback play.
0: Is this gamesmanship? Is this competitive advantage? Are they ramping? Are, are they... Probably, probably. Were they like... Man, it, there's too many signs pointing to Joshua Dobbs and, and them staying the status quo at the quarterback position. Let's just kind of throw a little wrench into the Baltimore Ravens game planning. Like y- you know, John Harbaugh is not going to sit there and spend too much time watching Kyler Moore film because he knows, you know, for the for the forefront of his mind that he's likely not going to play. They're not going to pull that trigger because, as you pointed out, like putting that cat back in that bag, it's right. it, it's tough. But like if they spend half hour a day and, and take away from what they they've already put towards, you know, the current Cardinals first team offense, like is that is that what they view as a W? If they if they just make John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens think twice about who's starting a quarterback
1: on Sunday, maybe they view that as is a little competitive advantage dub. If you're Baltimore and you've got a contending roster in the AFC and a team that's one in 6 <laughs> albeit I'll be like, come on. I don't know if that matters here. I see everybody in the chat talking about I, I, Donnie and some other folks, I prefer a, a hurt Kyler over a healthy Dobbs. Like I, I think Kyler's healthy right now. I think it's just lack of experience. Like it literally is your, your playing kind of trial by fire. You haven't played professional football since last December. And this is a whole new offense. Like, here's what I'll say. If this was Cliff Kingsbury's team, if this was Cliff Kingsbury's offense that he had mastered for four years, as shitty as that offensive, you know, his philosophy was, I think there's a chance he'd be back by now. Because it's like riding a bike. I think where it really hurts the Cardinals, fair or not, is this is all new and it's great long term because the Shanahan offense, it's plug and play, can make Brock Purdy look great, but <laughs> like it's not great to kind of learn on the fly. And and again, like. They feel like there's going to be plenty of opportunities. I may disagree. You may disagree that that they're going to have to evaluate him. But I, I know Kyler wants to play to make sure and remind everybody without a shadow of a doubt, like, I'm the guy here. This is my franchise. This is my quarterback room. If we continue to lose games, like, more doubt creeps in externally, internally. So the best way for us to contend and win is with number one under center for this franchise. No one can dispute that but i mean he he is at the mercy right now of the coaching staff and they they i do believe wanted to work expected to work with k1 but like as much as we want to throw him out there they're just not going to do that
0: well i mean because they, they know that they want to put him in a, in a really in the best case to succeed right they want to put him in the best position to be successful and they know like they know that with with they know their personnel as well as is the player itself i i really believe that when you when you look at the positions that they put all these players in, and all these people that you viewed as, Oh, that's a special teamer coming on this roster. What's he going to do? Oh, that's a guy. He he was like the, the eighth best defensive player on Philadelphia's defense last year. Like wh- what is he going to do for us? And, and you're seeing the impact, you know, a Kazir white makes or, or what, what they're able to do with, with, you know, Joshua Dobbs and put him in a position for success or what they haven't done with Clayton tune where they've kept him out of the lineup because they know, He could be in a well overwhelming position. That's not going to be conducive to him being a successful quarterback down the line. They I'm sure they they believe like, yeah, Kyler Murray, just like Donnie's saying in the chat is at 70 percent is a better quarterback than Joshua Dobbs. But what's the point of risking it in, in putting him in there where he's not up to speed and he's got to play catch up, you know, probably for like. If if you pull the trigger now, you're playing catch-up probably for the next three to five weeks. Where I think if you wait until Atlanta and you use those two weeks in between to prep, you can hit the ground running properly and put yourself in a position to be successful
1: right out of the gates instead of trying to knock the rust off. I want to dispel something. I'm not blaming Kr Gordon eight here because like this is this is what's out there. But Kr Gordon saying he told JG I'm practicing today, and JG said great, and he did say that in his press conference. Sounds like he only has Sam playing this weekend, and JG will let him. He will not let him. I'm going to tell you right now, the Cardinals, and we had this source on this podcast, uh, believe it or not. You know, the weekend before, like Gannon and company, like assuming he checked all the boxes early in the week, they were going to open up his his window well before. When like they didn't just make that decision Wednesday, right? Like Gannon and company said, like, okay, this is what we're going to do, Kyler. It's like when we talked about it, when we talked to him in the spring. He was like, Kyler's going to want to come back, and we're going to have to rein it in with him. If it was up to Kyler Murray, folks, he would have never been put on the pup list. He would just would have been part of active roster, practice, practice squad, reps. You know, they would have they would have had a different route, but they, they said, Kyler Murray, this is what we're going to do. We did this, you know, to some degree with Garrett Williams. We've got experience working with Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson. Not similar, but, you know, apples to oranges a little bit. Like, this is the Cardinals' plan. This is Austin Ford and Gannon's plan, and Kyler has input, but I'm going to tell us right now, like, Kyler Murray would play this weekend, I think, if they let him, but they're not ready to do if that. It was they Cliff want, Kingsbury it, he
0: probably would have played Week One, right? right?
1: They want they want him to have more time right.
0: because it would be it would be based on you know keeping Cliff Kingsbury in the head coach position and you know whoever the GM is at that time right. would have their wagon hitched to it, and they were like, okay, well we go as he goes, and the only way that he goes is if he can play, and we'll we'll put him out there. Where this this organization knows like. It's all about the process. It's all about getting the guy ready to play. And if he's not, you know, this far in the process by now, he's not going to play. Like we've seen that already in the, in the short sample size of Jonathan Gannon, and Monty era, that they're not going to just do something just because they feel like what they have in place isn't, you know, getting and producing the results that they want. Like they're, they're big on like results. They know that it's a results business. But they are a process-driven organization, and if you don't properly do the process, then they're 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 going to feel like they didn't do their job, and if if it results in a loss, it, they'll take that, especially at this stage in the rebuild. And like I don't want this this PHX Cardinals because we we've hardly ever been in like a wet blanket on this. Like like what we root for is is to see Kyler Murray come back and and play at a high level. But you know I I guarantee you in the next couple of days. You're going to hear some reports and there's going to be somebody that's going to say something that's going to get you amped up and believe that he's going to be out there on Sunday where I, I still feel like,
1: you know, it, it's more likely than not that he's not playing. Yeah. 80, 20, 90, 10. Yeah. Um, you know, Rabsheet, who I, I love Rapsheet, friend of the program, it does feel like he's guessing on some of this from some of the terminology and verbiage that he and like guys like Albert Brewer and company have used this offseason into this season kyler's so quote weeks away he said that last weekend well weeks if you're going by that well weeks away isn't the next weekend it's what we've talked about it's atlanta in week 10 what i do think is interesting Bo, is we we know we've been told they they want him to debut at home soft landing spot make sure he can ease in atlanta's defense is playing better but like cleveland's defense i know they're great with miles garrett like they got Lit up by Gardner Minshew last week. They should have lost to Gardner Minshew in Indianapolis last week. Deshaun Watson, like, maybe done. Like, I wonder, and I don't know this, and I'll ask around, but like, would they reevaluate the Cleveland situation? Let's say Cleveland goes into Seattle this weekend and looks like ass, which is possible. Mm-hmm. And that team starts to erode a little bit. It's PJ Walker, defense is playing too many minutes. Like, do you think they'd reevaluate, like, their stance of, oh, we definitely want Kyler Murray to debut at home? against a team that's got marginal defensive personnel. Cause it, miles Garrett's a game record. He's the defensive player of the year. I mean, you could, you could do your best, give him some extra help. DJ Humphreys on the left side. I wonder if you'd rethink that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it really depends on the performance you get from the quarterback position this week. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you have game. another down week and yeah, what happens in Seattle, I think they're going to be certainly paying attention to that. And, and obviously how Kyler finishes that. I mean, if, if he's pushing the envelope, you know, Wednesday, and he continues to trend that way Thursday and Friday. And, and they have to think long and hard about this weekend. I, I I think that they absolutely, they're revisiting it probably on a daily basis. Probably. I mean, Jonathan Gannon, he, he's from Cleveland. It's a, right. it's, it's a homecoming of sorts for JG. You don't think he wants to go and put on a good show and you don't, he understands what quarterback gives his offense the best ability to do that. I, I think, you know, it's not something he's rooting against like I said, this organization, like very, there's very little of anything that's going to force their hand to, to just really kind
1: of jump outside of what the plan they already have in place is. Uh, Honey Dobbs isn't fucking beating Cleveland. Johnny, stop it. He's going to die. I don't want him to die. (laughs) I want him to play well, but here's, here's to to my co point. Like the Dobbs regression is real and it's impacting everything they want to do on Sunday. Like, you know, they were losing competitive games. Like the last couple of fourth quarters, it's just not been competitive. And then offensively, they have been one of the worst passing teams over the last couple of weeks. Like, can they, can they endure two more weeks of that? If they lose this weekend to Baltimore with and Josh Dobbs plays and he plays poorly, and like, I, does anybody expect him to light up a Baltimore defense that made Jared Goff look like a scrub, a practice squad player? It's going to be tough, even at home. So I, again, like, they they have to be able to contextualize it and remove the temptation. Cause I I the temptation's got to be unbearable. When you see, can we see those highlights one more time, Damon Dog? When you see this playmaker on the practice field and Kyler Murray running around throwing darts for the second consecutive week, moving well. I mean, like that's gotta be tempting as hell for the for this franchise to want to pull the trigger.
0: What did I tell you though? What did I tell you last week, like t- <laughs> the temptation it's going to be almost unbearable. It's going to be nearly unbearable for this team not to deploy him. Right. But you know, they're going to harken back to what they feel is, is the right decision for the organization and its future. And, and they, they have really not, they, they haven't gone too far outside of that. If they, if, if they've done that at all with, at with, any, with any, I know. Hang laundry on that thing. Look at him just step up, zip it across the field. And these are practice squad receivers. These aren't the Cardinals' top receivers. I, I'd love to just see, I hope the Cardinals media actually release some footage from practice that we don't get to watch because this is just him warming up. Like we haven't seen, you know, when we hear from Izzy Wolfork that, you know, he's primarily playing with the twos and he's he's operating against the first team defense. Like we haven't seen what he looks like. Uh, we just haven't. We just haven't seen him take a snap, you know, truly under center in sevens or 11s. Um, love to see it because that that's something that, you know, we haven't seen, and, and it, it would be a big kind of
1: um, just kind of show where he is at this point in his rehab. Brent makes a good point here, and I while I don't think it's a 100% slam dunk, if James Conner was, was back active and playing well, and the offensive line had a better showing. Like the temptation would be greater because it's just like we've got a t- finally two machine, and then Josh Dobbs is just making Aaron throws even though there's no pressure. Uh, to, to Brent's point, it's like there's no James Conner until Atlanta. Fair or not, right? DJ Humphreys has regressed. Paris Johnson Jr. had a had a rare rookie outing last week. Like Kyler Murray would go into Baltimore and Cleveland. Like who who are you leaning on? it's probably K one and, and Hollywood Brown, right? Like De Mercado, you just lost Zach Ertz. Although I think Trey McBride's an upgrade. Like you're not doing anything well offensively right now to be able to say, well, Kyler, don't worry. We're going to hang our hat on this. This is what's been working. None of it's been working. You've been in almost in the single digit scoring the last couple of weeks since the Dallas game, you're averaging under 14 points per game. So, that that's a concern. Now I don't expect that to to get better over these next two weeks. If Kyler Murray doesn't play, I'm open to be surprised, but I mean, like you're going to back week 10, you're going to be able to saddle yourself with James Conner and Kyler Murray, both returning to the lineup. And I think they want to do that. I think that they want to say, you know what, Kyler, even if you played this weekend, you know, I'm sure it gives us a better chance, but we just can't risk you having to play hero ball out there. And that's what it is. And Josh Dobbs, man, like he's such a likable guy. You talked to him at the press conference today. Just it feels like you know the other shoe, the glass slipper has fallen off with with my man, and it it's getting worse every week. He's Cinderella, something. I don't know where you, I was you going. Thought, with that. He said you said he know. turned
0: back into a pumpkin a couple of weeks yeah, ago. all this, all the fairy tale,
1: <laughs> all the fairy tale you know examples I can the have. Clock is hit midnight. On yeah, Joshua on Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, and he yeah from from riches to rags, unfortunately. But I love that, man. yeah. yeah. I, I mean,
0: I, I don't know. I still get the feeling like he talked today like he's the starting quarterback. and I mean, maybe may, is is it the ultimate smoke screen? i I don't know. I mean, it's it, that this would be a true like true ramping up. like put him back on the field a week ago today. yeah, three practices on his under his belt. It was all hands on deck, getting him up to speed, you know, putting in extra reps to, okay. This is the this is week two. And you got, I mean, that's at the it would be six days ultimately if he if we were to play on, on Sunday against the Ravens. Like, and they would have to be like six
1: perfect days for the most part to make that happen. Uh Arizona Animal NASA is going. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Richards, you guys think he was worth the draft comp eight weeks in. I mean, like, come on. I what would they give up? A fifth or a sixth round pick for him? I think the Cardinals we've talked about this screwed up royally. They always Dobbs was always their guy. We had that back in March they needed to get Josh Dobbs in the building 7 months ago. And then they probably beat the Giants and the Commanders. They fucking they probably are like 3 and 1 to start the year. And then he, then the drop off wouldn't be as bad cuz you've packed in some you've housed some some early wins, but Yeah. No, like I it seems has twelve draft picks. They could have more. They could trade some people at the deadline. They could have more picks. So, I see that right now. I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, who who else was available? They put themselves in worth that the position. position. I, I am. Oh, I would yeah. say
0: definitely he was worth it. I mean, if what were you, what were the other options? You're right. going to you're going to play Clayton Tune. You weren't going to move forward with with Colt McCoy. That ended in Minnesota. That ended in a joint practice. Like it, his career was his career over. His career, he he hasn't resurfaced outside of he was he was
1: he's talking fantasy sports. I mean, they screwed this up, and so that's why everybody can be critical about this Kyler Murray timeline. Open season. I love this franchise. This new regime has been great. There's been a couple miscues. They screwed up this quarterback timeline because if you knew for certain that Kyler was going to be out ten weeks, okay. Let's get a couple more hundies out here, and let's sign somebody capable so we can evaluate Michael Wilson and Trey McBride and and Hollywood Brown because it's not just about wins and losses. How do you know if you're going to re-sign Hollywood Brown if you can't hit him in stride in in pivotal games? How do you know if Michael Wilson is the heir apparent to Hollywood Brown and can play alongside Marvin Harrison Jr.? How do you know Trey McBride is the tight end one? That's, That's bigger than just, oh, yeah, we signed Jacoby Brissett to be competitive. It's all about evaluation. You you can't evaluate people with Colt McCoy. and That was my argument in training camp, pointing around stupid shit like that. They did this to themselves. Uh, again, they, they're going to rebound from it fine. It's not going to hamper anything they do long-term. But what I will say is this. If I'm Kyler Murray, I'm probably a little upset that they didn't get a competent quarterback in-house in March because that's cost this team at least two wins, in my opinion. Yeah. And if you... Don't shake your head at me. This is <laughs> it's cost them the yeah. Commanders game and potentially the Giants game. You're already out of the quarterback sweepstakes. Kyler no. Murray is is safe and secure. Don't shake your head at me. I'm Bob. not.
0: I'm not gonna go Patrick Peterson on you, but he doesn't give a crap about you know how how the team operated with another quarterback. He he knows all he, he knows that he can control his own destiny by coming back and playing. Is, is what he's capable of playing like it's it's not doesn't you know, like i'm sure he would have wanted the team to be more competitive and but he doesn't get get lost in the weeds thinking about well if you guys just done your got a, a deal done in march we would have been in a way better situation
1: i just don't think he wastes his time well the cardinals brought nuts. on a lot of criticism on their own doing like they always do when you're trading for your franchise or your starting quarterback august 26th like I, they want to be a, a big boy button up franchise. And I want that for them more than anybody. You hurt yourself publicly with, with doing that. That's not a good look. Like you agree with that, right? You don't ever want to be doing that because basically what you're saying is all those reps we had in the off season from April until now, really just, those were wasted reps. You wasted that opportunity. You not, fucking not wasted completely. it. Not completely.
0: Now you're now at you're the quarterback mean, position. That's, you did. No, my purple. No, I mean, there, there were guys, but th- I mean, there's a distinct difference. I mean, there, there was, it obviously there's levels to it, right? There's, you know, fifth round rookie quarterback. There's veteran quarterback that you thought, Hey, we'll see if he's got anything left in the tank. He didn't. We'll pivot. They bring in Josh Dobbs. And, and then there's, you know, hopefully Kyler Murray, like way, way higher level of play. Like you just see it There's a difference, the way he throws the football puts it on receivers than there has been in that building since he went down on Monday night football against the Patriots way back in December.
1: I just, I never bought the notion that, well, the Cardinals are spending X amount of money. So you can't go get a a, a high performing backup. That's going to cost you a little bit more <laughs> to me. It's just like, if, if it allows you to have a little bit more success this year for the guys in that locker room, I'm, I'm all for it, but no, sensible, sensible. bow has not joined us. He hasn't joined this chat, uh, Dylan Richards. I disagree with that vehemently. But you're listen. sitting there pointing, and you're saying, "Yeah, I mean, time is time is passed. It's too late for all that now, right? Like mistakes were made. Mistakes were made by everybody in house. They made mistakes when they were talking to Jonathan Gannon on the phone. That cost them their third round pick. Like they're learning on the fly.
0: They're not. So, well, what does all that tell you? As you're sitting here on Wednesday. Of week eight, and you got the Ravens game on Sunday, where they where they take these missteps. I don't think that they're going to they're going to err on the side of caution. I really get the it's, sense it's that sense of they the are. Yeah. Okay, we're back on the same page.
1: There oh, you go. I've never, I've never wavered that. I've told you that. You listen to me. God, gosh darn it. Uh, all right. Are, are is the valley on the same page with Michael Bidwell? Maybe, maybe not. And is the uh, Cardinal owner feeling some increased heat? with the success. Congratulations, by the way, Arizona diamondbacks bringing some good vibes to the Valley with their trip to the world series. The Suns are an absolute juggernaut. They've been to, uh, I don't know, back to back Western conference. They went to the Western conference final and then they were in the semifinals two years ago. And then they were in the finals the year before that. Just, I mean, great vibes Cardinals. It's time to catch up. <laughs> Michael Bidwell. You are under the clock. My friend, in the meantime, you guys are all on the clock right now with our friends at BetMGM bet. 10, Get 200. Sign up with promo code PHNX. Place your first bet in the BetMGM Sportsbook wager. I got Bills tomorrow, money line. Bills money line right now with BetMGM. $10. bucks. i am getting $200 free in additional winnings, regardless of the outcome of my wager. Again, download the app, Android or iOS, or you can go to betmgm.com and sign up with bonus code PHNX. Just take a 10 spot, you get $200, regardless if it wins or loses. You can save that, maybe put on the cards money line this weekend. You want to dabble, it might be a good idea. Take something big with plus money. We're going to give you money regardless. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call eight seven seven eight 8 hope Y, or text hope y 467 369 new york Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21-PLUS to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing, Casino, and Hotel. Visit MGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario sun is shining here in the valley of the sun of course you want to get that gear built to last you want to look good as well do it with our friends over at shady rays independent sunglasses company world-class product not for world-class price it's not that expensive. It's well below 100 bucks each and every pair of these durable frames, extremely clear optics, premium polarized shades for all your outdoor adventures. Check them out in Scottsdale, Kirling Commons. They've got a store up there. You can check them out. Tell them the promo code PHNX, and you get 50% off two or more pairs of premium polarized shades from Shady Rays you don't believe me, check them out. Shadyrays.com. Check out their full product line. They've got some great looking sunglasses. They're durable, as I said, and they've got a great, uh, replacement, Just policy. If you lose or you break your sunglasses, they will replace them. No questions asked uh, for years to come. You are going to be in good hands with our friends over at Shady Rays. Figure out why 250,000 people are rating them five stars right now online. Go to shadyrays.com. Use that promo code for 50% off, PHNX, for 50% off two or more pairs of premium polarized sunglasses at Shady Rays. Already seeing Johnny on our uh, Twitter account, PHNX underscore Cardinals. People. Right now, signing up to get themselves a pair of tickets to watch the Arizona Cardinals play in person this
1: Sunday against the Ravens, uh, and they are great seats. By yep. the way, I can't tell you definitively where they're at, but um, not the nosebleeds. Let's just call it, yeah, great seats to watch this team operate. And you can watch. I believe
0: they're club level. They usually yeah. are like two hundred level. Ooh,
1: love that. Love love all the the vibes right now. Tight end one, Trey McBride. QB one. We'll wait and see this weekend. Ah, uh, don't wait. Get those tickets now. Ah, uh, you know I teased it a little bit. First of all, Diamondbacks crushed it. World Series in route, NLCS, NL champions. And again, like Michael Bidwell, Bo Brock, is he under increased pressure, scrutiny? We talked about it. Like everything that Matt Ishbia is doing with the Suns, on and off the court, like construction of a new indoor facility, right? All the upgrades that they're making, the imprint. Like we're about Valley sports, <laughs> Arizona sports here phx right? We want to see everybody get better, do better, increase like the level of what we consider to be quality sports here in Arizona. It's, is it time for Michael Bidwell to play catch up here? Because, again, they're under the gun NFLPA grades this offseason. We've got the article in The Athletic not too long ago about a toxic work environment. Cardinals now in a position, top two draft pick. Like, uh, What do you think Michael Bidwell is going through his head right now seeing all this success from these other franchises that are not his own? Yeah, I hope I got it right. I hope I got it with uh,
0: right with the leadership that I've decided on as far as, you know, Jonathan Gannon and Monty Austin for it because he spent far too long, you know, yeah. a decade with the GM in place that I think he enabled to to make really poor decisions as far as roster construction and worse as far as the facilities and how you know people are treated within that facility, you know, allegations of of a toxic workplace. And, you know, Kime was in that building for for two decades and there's going to be things that are going to come out and continue to probably leak out that are, are you don't want to hear about the team that you root for on Sundays. Yeah. And, you know, it, when you see the, the difference between how Bidwell operates and how Matt Ishbia, who hasn't even been here for a year, immediately took over the, the Phoenix Suns. As soon as he, he officially took over that that organization, they're making a trade for Kevin Durant, and then they're pulling off a trade for Bradley Beal, and then they're also committing to a $100 million, you know, uh, you know, practice facility. And, you know, it's great that the Cardinals probably aren't paying for food anymore. That's That's a step in the right direction, and they've already kind of, they've revamped their indoor practice facility, but they're still not keeping up with the Joneses as far as franchises that are really committed to winning.
1: You know, it's it's funny. We, we've we been in Phoenix just for a few years now. And when I tell people, oh, you moved to Phoenix, what's that like? It's fantastic out there. It is. This is a destination market, right? It's a different market than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. This is a destination market, very similar to like what I believe Denver, Colorado has turned into. And I think we need to reevaluate like big, big markets for, for NFL franchises, sports franchises and destination markets. Markets. And I think Phoenix is a a place where people want to live. It's one of the top five fastest growing economies in the United States. And I think the Bidwells and Michael Bidwell need to wake up to the fact that, you know, you will get passed by because people, serious people, have moved into this territory, this region of the country, and are elevating this place, this city, this community, this state, right? And I think competition at the end of the day and pressure makes everybody better. I mean, when the Cardinals came, To the Valley in the late 90s. I mean, the Diamondbacks had their run in in 2001, but that was kind of an anomaly, right? The Suns were not good until far, far later, and even their sustained success was kind of a flash in the pan. Then the Cardinals made the Super Bowl in 2008, 2009. You get a juggernaut like Matt Ishbia, what he's done with the Suns, and now the Diamondbacks are ahead of schedule. They are ahead of schedule. Regardless of how this World Series turns out, like you Corbin Carroll and company are going anywhere? Hell no. So it increases the pressure of an owner to say, I look around, I don't want to be third seated owner in my my own town, in my own community. He loves being able to say, I host Super Bowls, right? He's very Mm -hmm. much a politician in that way. When your product is a failing, losing product, and not only that, your facilities are under fire, your leadership, your community is under fire, how you treat employees, you have to strip it down. And I believe that that process has started. Austin Ford and company yeah. have come here We're told Monty Austin Ford has full control of the football department he doesn't he doesn't answer to anybody else where maybe that wasn't always the case before it's his he's calling the shots. do you think about watching that draft segment from last year and you see Michael Bidwell kind of sitting off to the side and Austin Ford's working looking working the phones he's not asking for permission for anything John King is not watching film with Michael Bidwell on Mondays so it is different. it's a they've got a ways to go, but I I think, they can expedite this rebuild and they're in, they're on the right track to do so. Yeah. Here's the issue though.
0: This is the very beginning of the rebuild. This is year one. This is, you know, awesome Fort and JG haven't been on the job for even a year. That'll, that'll hit around February after their first season together. And, you know, they've done a lot of great work and I think that they've already revamped a lot of the, the culture issues that were there just by being, great upstanding people and, and having their eye on, on what they view as a way to, a successful way to, to run a franchise. I mean, Monty yeah. Osport's out there on the practice field every day. He's talking to reporters. He's talking to people uh, who work for the team he's talking to people on the roster, on the coaching staff, uh, on the media relations staff, you know, on just the, you know, the training staff, whatever it may be. Monty Osport is just being a good upstanding person. And, and that that's, a, that's a good start and that's a step in the right direction. But like, you know, I think if you look at the Cardinals and you look at the Diamondbacks, there's some similarities as far as where they don't want to spend a whole lot of money. Like like Chase Field, you know, you, they have to decide before the game whether or not they're going to open the roof because it's a it's a liability, right? You can't have people in Chase while they open the roof just in case, you know, something goes awry while they're opening or closing the roof because they haven't maintenance it right, Damon. Like they haven't maintenance the roof enough in, in a long time because they were at odds with the city of phoenix weren't they yeah i, mean, I think phoenix owns the stadium and that's right. like a big point of contention so but what they did get right was mike hayes and tory lovello right and and the leadership and the, and the people as far as leading the organization that way and, and it's proven to get results on the playing field and i think that at least with gannon and austin fort you've got a similar combo uh, with with the Cardinals in the football operations department, and you know the Suns, people forget that it was a, it was ten years of futility under Robert Sarver. I mean, it was they were an atrocious organization after being in the heyday. And They made the you know,
1: NBA fine They almost won an NBA title. Well,
0: but there was there was ten years. Right. right 10, 10 long years. And it was, it was rebuild. This rebuild didn't work. Let's restart the rebuild. It's rebuild. Then it's rebuild. And then they finally got it right. Like the blind squirrel found a nut, you know, they moved on to James Jones. He was the right decision as far as the GM, you know, you just hope that you have the right people in place. I think that the Cardinals do and they're making the right decisions, but it's, it's going to be a process. And we still have a lot to figure out as far as Monty Ossiford. Like we, I love what I've seen from Monty Ossiford as far as, taking on a rebuild and tearing it down and, and really starting to get the team trending in the right direction. But what's he going to look like when he's got cap cap money to spend? What's he going to look like when he's got true draft capital to go out there and spend? What's he going to look like? What's JG going to look like when he has a franchise quarterback? It's, there's going to be – we're going to learn a lot about these guys that we don't have the benefit of just because
1: it was such a mess from the previous regime. Well, I'll do you one better. Like, if they if they butcher this quarterback situation, if they move off of Kyler Murray, if they keep Kyler Murray in it, it's a mistake, they'll they'll get fired. Like that's the way of the NFL. Yeah. Like they you won't be able to keep your job, especially in the NFC West with potentially three Hall of Fame level coaches. Like they that, that's why this is such a pivotal, you know, six to twelve month period. Han shot first. I think this is uh, well said, friend of the program. The fan base begged for a rebuild. We got it, now it's taken time. Personally, I believe we have the right people in place. It appears Bidwell cleaned house and has stepped aside big win absolutely and i think again like it's it's easy to talk about a rebuild and draft picks and capital and money in june july august and then the games start and then this team is one and six right and it's just like man i i I really wish we could get a win on sunday absolutely but (laughs) it's tough man you just kind of take it in the teeth but i mean like the major league baseball i think of all the the major professional organizations is the toughest to rebuild and become quality fastest the nfl in my opinion is the one you can turn over your roster in 18 months and you're back baby you're 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 absolutely back and that can be expedited with a couple things going your way like having a franchise quarterback who hasn't been playing because he's on an acl tear and he's back right being able to parlay a top pick from last year into a future top pick plus some you know trading down in the second round and getting a future third because the titans foolishly wanted to trade up for will levis like you can parlay and, and accumulate assets, and if you hit on them, I mean, it, it can be it can be a quick turnaround. The Cardinals, I, I I'm very much in the opinion, Bo, if Kyler Murray's on this team in 2024, assuming they they press the right buttons this off season, it's not a disaster. They should be a playoff contending team next year to win the NFC West. I don't know, but like to to be a seven seed, a six seed right now, when you look at the landscape, of the NFC, that's that should be the expectation of Cardinal fans. You pay a quarterback fifty-two million dollars and you load up in an offseason and you're competitive this year, albeit in a one in six season. I want to see you win nine or ten games next year. I think it it would resemble what the Eagles were before
0: twenty twenty-two. Yeah. Like because Jalen Hurts was starting to find his game a little bit, you know, as JG, Nick Sirianni's first year is at coaching staff, right? Yeah. And and they could they were an opportunistic defense. That's what you're gonna get here. You're gonna get Rock solid, you know, solid quarterback play, and then you're gonna you're gonna have you know some talented players that you drafted, you developed, and and guys that that fit the scheme of the coaching staff. And I think they went on to win like nine games, right? They they got hot at the end of the season. Really emphasized the run, mm-hmm. played defense, and enforced. They turnovers. started
1: two and five that year right. too, and then they right. won almost one out.
0: Right, but it, you would you would sign up probably today after watching a, a one and six, one and seven start. This Arizona Absolutely. Cardinals team. I mean and, because you know they'd be ascending too, because what the Eagles do the next year
1: went to went to the Super Bowl. They did. That's because back this year.
0: That's they were able to draft, develop guys, put them in the right scheme and, and really kind of maximize their skill set. And then on top of that, and once they got that, like their base in, they're like, okay, we need this for the defense. We need an ass kicker, edge rusher. Okay, we're gonna go spend on Hassan Redick. He's available. Or, you know, we're gonna go spend uh, you know we're gonna r- just continue to add uh, AJ Brown trade for AJ yeah, Brown AJ Brown you use a first round pick on Jordan Davis and bolster your defensive line like now Bo things that are like pedestrian and, and good and then they bolster them with with adding star caliber
1: talent well why in part though let's be fair I mean Jalen Hurts was the second round they're making no money Cardinals are gonna have to be a little bit more agile with that they have the Cardinals. they have the they have
0: the the financial wherewithal within the cap like. We know that if they move forward with Kyler, like, yeah, it's gonna be a big fifty million dollar cap hit, right? But they have a path to close to eighty million dollars easily uh to spend this offseason and right. the draft capital. Like they're gonna be armed well like absolutely as, as well as possible to to expedite this rebuild, no matter what direction they go, if it's with Kyler Murray without Kyler Murray.
1: Dd four ninety nine. Thank you so much, super chat friend of the program. Are there plans to bring back Tankathon Tuesday for well, <laughs> one and nine after week ten? Just joking. Uh, you know, I think we'll do a throwback Tank Tuesday at, at some point. It's getting cooler. Thank goodness here in the valley. Get back in the lab, I need to work on the. I know the it's guns. tough. You're, you're too busy checking out Kyler Murray in the lab, which is where we appreciate <laughs> you. Uh, We're going to talk about the Cardinals in the lab, the draft lab. ESPN put out a mock draft this morning that I think right now all of us can agree is best case scenario. I'm going to tell you what that is, but first I'm going to tell you about our fabulous new partner where we're going to spend every home game for the rest of the year. It's Gila river resorts, wild horse casino, our new partner. They are flipping fantastic. We're going to be here. They are this Sunday. It's 25 minutes from where I'm sitting right now here in Chandler, Gila river, wild pass resort, wild horse resorts, myself, Damon, Damon, uh Britain Golden, we're going to have the pregame, halftime, postgame. Bo Brock's going to call him from State Farm Stadium. We are so fired up. Arizona's biggest and best resorts in casinos. They've got a ton of quality stuff going on. How about monthly drawings? November 5th, November 3rd, and December 3rd for Cardinal game tickets, memorabilia, free bonus play prop cards for select football games, weekly pick-em, up to a $1,000 in free bonus bets. It is a first-class places Wild Pass Casino $1 million cash sign up Hila river resorts and casinos $1 million big red showdown. Again, visit Hila millionshowdown.com to get on the action for more information. Again, check them out. All they have to offer, come check out, check us out this weekend. I cannot wait to hang out at the casino at the sports book, watching some Cardinal football.
0: Yeah, also we got to talk about our friends over at empire today love our friends over at Empire today. You get to shop for home convenience, for the right product for your needs, quick, professional installation, price match guarantee with Empire today, the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, we've got all those copycats out there that can't match what Empire today can do, can't beat their quality, their service, their speed, and they're not going to promise just the lowest prices because anyone who does the in, in putting in flooring in your home that they won't have to that they can't compete with what Empire today has. They've got uh you know absolutely what you're looking for. Obviously they've got the best value you can find and obviously the quality product that you're going to want. Empire today's virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy, just snap a picture instantly and see how those new floors look in your room shopping for floors has never been easier uh, with empire today don't go to those big box stores any longer go to empire today prides itself on a being a convenient shop at home service it'll help customers shop for floors where they use their floors and see exactly what their new floors will look like. Check them out right now. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. Listeners can receive 350 bucks off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com
1: slash PHNX for more details. Uh, I love this comment. Johnny Cash. Love Johnny Cash. Cardinals already have, I think, two premium picks in next year's draft. Uh, you bet they do. Uh, and ESPN, they put those picks to work today. Uh, You guys want to know who they were? I believe it's our friend um, Jordan Reed uh, put together his new mock draft, 32 teams, uh, and the Arizona Cardinals picking 2-16 and in this mock draft. I'm going to guess this is probably best-case scenario. I don't know how likely this will be. Fast forward to next April, but Mr. Reed had the Arizona Cardinals not taking Drake May second overall, but instead taking Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State, but said, full disclosure, Uh, A disclaimer, the pick depends heavily on the play of Kyler Murray, which is what we talk about daily, who returned to practice last week after suffering a torn ACL last December. I could see Arizona, considering UNC quarterback Drake May in the spot, if they do decide to move on, basically uh, allows the comparisons to Calvin Johnson to come into play with Marvin Harrison Jr., harrison's range as a pass catcher and nuance as a route runner are unmatched in this receiving class so again it's what we talk about drake may is going to be that lingering cog right there as long as the arizona cardinals are in the top three and you know i love that pick for the cardinals but i do think you know Kyler murray was taking over nick bosa once upon a time but it was the right decision in my opinion you take the franchise quarterbacks it's the same thing it's like uber high-level position player that's not a quarterback that's a Hall of Fame trajectory, he just so happens to also be from Ohio State. I mean, it's it's going to be the talking point of the offseason if they stay there.
0: It's going to be tough because when they need to make a decision on Kyler Murray, right? You're going to have to make the decision on, on Drake May without really the, the benefit. I mean, you'll have, the, you'll have where he participates probably in the NFL uh, Combine. Yeah. before then but kyler the decision has to be made like mid-may or mid-march apologize yeah. mid-march that's enough time so i mean you, you got to decide what the pick's going to be if you're sitting at two if it's may or, or harrison jr and like we've seen like what calvin johnson can do what these w- what these generational type wide receivers can do what larry fitzgerald was able to do with with this organization and the ham sandwiches he had at quarterback and when you get good quarterback play like it's it's gonna you know, you hope that Kyler Murray makes it a moot point and, and that they're in a prime position to take this guy, Marvin Harrison Jr., because he's an elite like the, the quarterback at Ohio State's not that great. And he's out there no. catching eleven passes for 162 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he's he is he's a quarterback uh kingmaker, Marvin Harrison Jr. is. And like to think about him and Kyler Murray, I mean, that's a bright future. And then to have another uh another first round pick in the chamber, I mean, that that's gotta get that's what gets you thinking about how this team can make a quick
1: turnaround in, in 2024. Now, their second first-round pick, which you alluded to, I don't know if this is likely, especially after his outing against Wisconsin last weekend. It's Jerzon Newton, somebody that we believe is the defensive tackle number one, and typically when you're DT1, you go in the top 10. So that remains to be seen, but he said, we gave Arizona receiver uh, and Harrison at number two, but let's continue to stack talent on this roster. Uh, with their second first rounder of the day, basically saying Newton is a versatile interior defender who has played every alignment during his career. So he's got scheme versatility. The tape shows him not only being able to penetrate the first level, but it also a disruptive pass rusher. So again, it's not either or. Hey, he's great against the run. He can't rush the pass or vice versa. He's, he can he can penetrate from the interior, but he's going to get mulled over in the run game. He is the most complete defensive tackle. I think he's a step below, obviously, somebody like Jalen Carter a year ago, and I think that's probably a byproduct of where he plays and the fact that Jalen Carter was generational. This is a kid that you take him and you put him along your defensive line for the next 10 years. So I love this scenario for the Cardinals, and I think it's realistic if Houston starts to lose some games. I fear, though, Bob Brock, if you're in the middle of the first round or, God forbid, below that, Newton's going to be gone for this, this club to pull the trigger on. I mean, it's not the worst
0: thing. I mean, I think he's a really good product uh, prospect, and, and he feels a need right away, and, and he immediately bolsters—or not bolsters, but he helps out the rotation that severely needs help. Right? I yeah. mean, can you see anybody like if 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 they don't move forward with anybody but Dante Stills, I wouldn't be shocked about it on this in this defense. That's
1: crazy. Field. Dude, it is that's crazy. It is crazy.
0: It's a it's a it's a position that's that's down that they have to revamp and that they didn't have the opportunity to do it you know, through this past draft and through this past free agency, I think that if they get one guy via free agency and, you know, a top draft pick and maybe one later in the draft, you know, you're adding three players to a rotation uh, that severely needs it. And and like Jerzon Newton is absolutely the guy that you'd love to kind of kick that thing off. And then like, we haven't gotten to it. It's just a first round mock draft. But if you're sitting there at third overall with, with, or second overall with your pick, you basically have another first rounder coming at 34.
1: Yeah. It's funny, like this draft, I feel like if you could bet, and eventually we will be able to bet with our friends at BetMGM uh, on draft props. It feels like a near lock that one of these two picks will be on line of scrimmage players. Like like maybe in, you know, different dimension reality, they go Drake May and like Keon Coleman or something like that. Or they take Marvin Harrison Jr. and they take Kool-Aid at like 16. But man, it really feels like with, with Austin Ford and Gannon's DNA, Like, you're either getting one or both, an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Especially, like, this draft, and we'll see it come to fruition this offseason when we're at Indianapolis for the Combine. It's an elite tackle class. Like, probably five to six first-round tackles. And while the edge rusher defensive tackle class is not as robust, there'll be guys sprinkled in, you know, the, the back half of the first round. So, it just feels like the Cardinals are so dependent on what they want to do defensively interior pressure, which they don't have. And then offensively, if Kyler Murray's back, which we hope he is, you need capable protection. And DJ Humphries, in my opinion, the Cardinals probably have a foot out the door right now with, with what they've seen from 74, especially when you consider how much money he commands.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the defense needs a lot of help, right? And in, in the defensive line and in, in the secondary, I think are the two needs that, that stand out the most, at least at the outside corner position and then when you look at the offense absolutely when you're paying a guy if you're going to if you're going to be content convicted about paying a guy 230 half million dollars you're going to need you know uh, just not cheap but controllable at, at a good value on the offensive line and in, in different other in other positions as well so it's going to be an absolutely electric draft season for the Arizona Cardinals no matter what they decide to do i mean they're going to have what we see it was like as far as top ten, top five pick, it's eighty-eight percent, almost ninety percent. Yeah, I, here it know, is. Damon Dogs
1: got it. Let's take a look at that. The cards nearly, top top pick right here.
0: Look at that. Nearly ninety percent top five, nearly hundred percent top ten in a really stacked draft. And then you look at this, the the Texans pick. I mean, it, it's it's a little don't don't get too down on it, but you know, around sixteen. And it's, it's going to be, it still has a chance to be a top 10 pick potentially, and they can get a lot better through the NFL draft. And I, I see people in the chat saying, yeah, Monty, if he see somebody he wants to trade up for, I'm sure he'll be aggressive. He he's, he's already proven in one draft that he's got a, he's got a good, you know, finger on the pulse as far as when he needs to get up. Like when you talk about this tackle draft, like class, absolutely. It is an elite running back class. And I think that they could, they could possibly wait until the third round to even address that. They've got six picks in the top three rounds, including what three third rounders? Like that—that that seems to be the money spot where you can get yourself a back, right? But when you look at this tackle class, it's not like t- Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. Peter Skoronski is he a tackle? Is he a guard? No, it's like you got two legit guys and yeah. the kid from Penn State and Joe Alt just off off the bat. Like you say, it goes about six
1: deep. I mean, yeah. you could you could even like you could even There's wait a tackle the- from Bama that's mixed in yeah. there that I've seen mocked in the top fifteen. This this franchise is building this fr- this new Cardinal squad this 53 man from the inside out and that's that's never been done before and that should get you excited like it's been all finesse no substance all flash no substance with Steve Kime and really I love Rod Graves but I mean that that's kind of was his MO too like let's take a bunch of early hey, round eight. running backs yeah and, and he, was a, he was
0: a GM that didn't watch tape and he has one of the sickest draft classes. Like you'll ever see, like the Fitz draft was unbelievable, right? Didn't have Fitz and it had uh, Darnell Dockett Dock and, and Carlos Dansby and yeah. Antonio
1: Smith. Yeah,
0: it was, it was unreal. But then after that, it was like, it got you know worse and worse and you didn't get, it has many impact players, well, but Wizenhunt
1: and Wizenhunt started picking the players not after too long, yeah. uh, which was a problem. If you're, a fan of adrian peterson little spooky back-to-back super stickers thank you little spooky we're in spooky season five dollars and one dollar thank you so much for that michael evans two dollars super chat gannon saying good in all three phases is total bs i'm guessing that's in reference to um having how how they played or needing to play i don't know what that's in reference to bo
0: Gannon yeah, saying good in all three phases is total bs is he just talking about he just doesn't believe when when gannon's at during his press conferences and saying, Hey, we can be good in all three phases and you're seeing another L I potentially, I don't know uh, a little spooky. Love the show guys. You think that they try to have Kyler healthy and looking good so they can trade him at the deadline. No, I don't, I don't think that that's in play. I mean, that would be for the Arizona Cardinals to, to <laughs> trade their franchise quarterback by the end of this month. We got basically one more game to go. That's, it, it, doesn't seem like that that's part of the plans, but it's a good question. Um, And then I saw this from Josh Weinfuss. Now you kind of scoffed at it, but I think that there's a little (laughs) something to it. Okay. Uh, This is what he said as far as Kyler Murray being a full participant in practice. I was told that the process for him playing will be medical clearance first, followed by how ready he feels. So he still has a checkpoint as far as the medicals go. That he's got to clear. And then he, of course, you know, I'm sure from what you're hearing, Johnny, kind of marry these two reports. Like he's chomping the bit. He's he's trying to force the Cardinals hand into playing. Yes. Uh, but, you know, and, and Josh is saying, sounds like there's a chance, the chance for Murray to play this Sunday. But it
1: just doesn't sound likely as of today. No, it's what we've been saying all show. Uh, I think okay. it's like kind of what we've been saying all week. Like 80-20, not going to play, but um he's been ripping it up in practice and he looks good yeah he's he's on the trajectory they want like you you have taken it in the teeth these last couple weeks can you endure uh, hypothetically i want this team to win but hypothetically two more weeks of that that's what we're about like 20 days away from Kyler murray playing a football game in all actuality i think they're going to take their medicine and, and do that is my opinion. Um, Because again, like to somebody's point in the chat earlier, Kyler Murray could play this weekend and play pretty well. And the Cardinals could still lose by two touchdowns. So again, like it just, why are you playing him? Are you playing him to win games? Are you playing him to showcase him? Are you playing him to, to just knock the rest off? So you're better equipped for the second half. There's a, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. I think the number one reason they will wait and I could be wrong. We could be sitting here Sunday having a different conversation. I will celebrate being wrong on this. I think the number one reason they, they're gonna wait is they've been patient this whole time. Let's Monty Austin Ford sitting in a room with Gannon and Austin Ford or with Petsine and Gannon, and everybody else, Nick Rollins, and saying, guys, we've 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 waited this long. We got to gut it out for two more weeks because God forbid something happens. We're all gonna tie our future, hopefully, to this young man. We need to set him up for success because he was not set up for success by the prior regime. So let's do right. You, like Ky- Kyler Murray, I think knows what's best for him. In a lot of situations, this may not be one of them. What's best for him is to practice for three full weeks and play the shitty Atlanta Falcons at home. I think is the best route for Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's not great for this fan base. That's won five games in two years. You got the Diamondbacks in the World Series. The Suns are a juggernaut. I'm sure people, let's go. Let's. I mean, I we haven't talked about this yet. I want to touch on this quickly because. You scoffed at the notion that I thought flight plan was propaganda by the team. I'm just going to – I'm going to throw out there right now. Go look around some folks around the Arizona Cardinal franchise and how they're treating this full participant practice today and how I think that's what they want you to think, fair or not, to, to get you to go to this Baltimore game this weekend, which I, I don't think it's disingenuous. I just don't love the optics of that. If I'm a 10-year-old or if I'm a 12-year-old on Twitter and I'm seeing that, I'm just – Right under my parents, let's go to the Cardinal game this weekend. Kyler Murray's gonna play. It's like hey, hey let's can we just take a second here? He's had six practices. Let's, let's yeah. be real. Let's be real. Yeah.
0: Those those jerks over at the Cardinals organization.
1: No, I get it. You want people I mean, to be excited.
0: How dare they? How dare they, you know, like who would put full practice? That's not to, a that's not a lie, though. That's to not a lie. Promote their show. Who would utilize Kyler Murray being a full participant in it's practice. It's on the injury. It's on their
1: injury report. Who would, report, do that? Though. Who would co- put me? Me? Because I'm cuz it's true. But I are there. are you a are propaganda there, machine? Are there eyeball emojis on that? No, they're not. You come into this show and we give you stone cold hard facts that are are true more often yeah. than not. So Yeah. That Donnie says tickets are $10. Like I, I, I'm I going to tell you right now, Diamondbacks are in the World Series and then the, the media machine over there in Glendale and then is like, you know what? Let's go. Let's get this ramped up. <laughs> no one's coming to the kind of game this weekend. We got to get some good juice going. I don't want to see a bunch of purple jerseys at State Farm Stadium. You think somebody was in there
0: like the the card? Whoever's the head of the, the Arizona I, I propaganda think- machine, they got their pen in there. Just let's take this limited and just put it a little like you used to change the grades on your papers. So your parents thought you're a good student. He's like, let's put limited and put full here
1: and get out. No, I don't think friendly. I'm not. It has nothing to do with the football people. Put the football people off to the side there. No, it's it's just Cardinals are trying to like, let's get excited. Kyler Murray could be coming back. This, no, he's not. Look He's at Donnie. saying
0: we're fake advertising. We're part of the problem. No, we're not. We're not this. part of the problem. I'm this. not on. T-
1: Look at this. Full practice. No, 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 no. no. Look at that. Go, right find on your me the timeline. From, go find me the tweet from me after he was a full participant for me, like wigging out about that. You can't <laughs> find it. My tweet today said, Here, I'm going to come on the show. We're going to tell you what this means. What this means is timeline is not changed. Yeah. Diamondbacks. I love the Diamondbacks. Turning up that heat over there in Glendale, over there in Tempe. Diamondbacks rebuild took about five minutes. Cardinals, you're on the clock, baby. Let's go. Clock's ticking. Let's talk about trying
0: to sell hope and actually getting results when you got that – the your, your, your little fuel gauge is that empty, Johnny, and, and you need to get some gas. The old Circle K, it's beaming like a beacon there off in the distance. Just pull your car in. And hopefully you're, you're part of the inner circle. Save yourself some cash.
1: I am part of the exclusive inner circle because <laughs> I'm elite and not at propaganda, but filling up my tank, baby, with my <laughs> friends at circle K cheapest gas, uh, premium gas, not a premium price right now. It's America's thirst stop. And they've got that free sweet, sweet membership program. Save 25 cents per gallon in your first five fill-ups. Get every six free on the selection of circle K Pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks. My family's not around. I don't know where they went. I might just go get my dinner at Circle K tonight. <laughs> I, I, who, yeah, somebody a slice a pizza. A couple. Yeah, watch Circle a little K's NBA off. action tonight. Yeah, right. It's down the street from me. Everybody knows my name. It's like cheers. They say, "Hey Johnny, here's your here's your ice cold polar pop, unsweetened iced tea for your boy. <laughs> Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today." Terms and conditions, they do apply. At participating locations, visit circlek.com for more details. You need to also get, check out more details
0: about what's going on with this Arizona Cardinals roster, how this uh, how the loss went down in Seattle. a guy, Howard Balzer, official beat reporter of the Cardinals, he's got his latest work, gophnx.com. Or you want to read about the Diamondbacks, you want to jump on the hype train, absolutely do that. Jesse Freeman's got a fresh article for you, gophnx.com. The freshest. Yep, and you got Craig Morgan turning out. Great Coyotes uh, content, and you know, Gerald Brigade doing the Suns content as well. Go phnx.com. Become a diehard today. Get full access to it. You're getting already about 90%, but you get full access. Become a diehard. Get in the diehard Discord. Get access to all the great things, all the great contests going on. Uh, figure it out by becoming a diehard today. Go phnx.com and phnxlocker.com. You can use becoming a diehard to get a free hat or T-shirt like Johnny has on right now, the Bird Gang t that we
1: have right now in the PHNX locker, you can get faux free. This is one of my favorite T-shirts. I just got a text from somebody I trust in the gambling scene, and he said, hammer the um, Carolina Panthers money line this weekend. If the Carolina Panthers beat the Houston Texans this weekend, the ripple down effect for the Arizona (laughs) Cardinals is so significant. Not only does it help their draft pick with Houston, the Cardinals would then be tied for the first overall pick in next April's 2024 NFL draft. You're kind of scoffing at that. You're not buying it. You're not buying no, the Panthers I, this weekend.
0: I, it's like I'm bracing for impact because I, you know what that means. What does that like, mean? Is it got a, I mean, number one pick in the draft
1: right now is, is Caleb Williams. Yeah, I, Can we still – I'm rooting against Houston. Let's root against Houston <laughs> together. I think I think Carolina's I'm all for, I'm all for that pick
0: getting better, but also – Talk about ripple effects that you don't think the there Cardinals. can be the, you don't think they can
1: beat the, the Ravens this weekend. <laughs> it's, a, it's a matchup nightmare. <laughs> Notice how we haven't talked about the injury report with the Ravens and the Cardinals all week because it's just at the end of the day. Some things are bigger than the game itself, and that means Kyler Murray practicing is, is just as big. Uh everybody right now wants you to go to Twitter, PHNX underscore Cardinals. Check out our free ticket giveaway for Ravens at Cardinals this weekend. We think club seats, two tickets on the house. All you got to do is enter, follow the instructions, throw us a five-star review, throw it up as a screen grab, or double dip, tag two friends, follow the account, and retweet. Again, we're giving out tickets on the regular, and uh, I mean, goodness. At, we're in Kyler Murray's zone right now, so you could have two premier tickets to the hottest game in town, not name the Diamondbacks or the Suns, the Arizona Cardinals this weekend against the Baltimore Ravens. The backs aren't even playing on Sunday. Your Sunday is free. Perfect. Go out to Glendale and check out
0: a game. There's 250 people right now watching the show. I mean, one in 250 chance, that's pretty good. And you can double your odds by by rating and reviewing the show and improving that. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, what's that? That's one in
1: 125. I had somebody ask me, what if I already rated and reviewed the show? And I said, go get your significant other's phone. Go get your mom or your dad's phone. (laughs) Do it there. Do a fresh review and send that. It'll work just as well. It'll work just as well. You guys are crushing it today. One of my favorite shows we've done in a hot minute. Dylan, you were the guy that just texted me that the Carolina Panthers (laughs) are the juggernaut money line that we're going with. Bo Brock, we got a draft show dropping manana. I'm excited about it. It's uh, got a new Fab Five we're talking about this week.
0: That's right. Does it involve any quarterbacks? You're, of course, going to have to tune in to find out. But it also has some pretty tasty prospects. We talked about one of the top tackles in this draft. We're going to talk about another one of those top tackles, another big-time playmaker that would look good in Cardinals. uh, Iced out road white jerseys and the all-reds, and, of course, the black jerseys as well. Uh, We talk about... Five new prospects tomorrow, and then a nice little mock draft that I think you're all gonna love.
1: Cardinals are too good with their uniforms to is be. Vegas, has
0: anything changed as far as the the full participant? Is 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 in, is the is
1: the line changed at all? Would you like me to tell you what my friends and your friends and all of our friends at BetMGM yes. have the Arizona Cardinals this weekend? So the opening line was eight and a half, which I thought was. Pretty generous to the Cardinals, considering the Detroit Lions just got worked. But obviously, Baltimore's not the same team on the road. As of right now, with our friends at BetMGM, line is the same. Eight and a half. Vegas knows. Do you know to subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast wherever <laughs> you get your podcast? We are almost to 20,000 subscribers here on the old YouTube. Subscribe to PHNX Sports. Drop this video a like. Let's get this video of 300 likes. If we do that, we'll have a celebratory audio only podcast tomorrow night. You can't get anywhere else. He's Bob Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you on Friday.